So this is the only thing I'm going to say about watching Revenge of the Sith while in the midst of watching The Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you kind of learn real quick that, oh, right, um, these movies aren't that good, huh? Oh, no. Like, right in juxtaposition, it's pretty, like, especially the first step, like, when you, like, if you're watching in the order I did, which is the, whatever the fuck, Disney canon order, uh... You know, the first episode of that final arc is, like, pretty dang good. And, like, the performances are quite good. And, like, the filmmaking and, cin- you know, the cinema of it is quite good. And, then, and you, then the movies. Yeah, and then you watch that and it's like, oh, motherfuck. God, that's right. <laughs> it's, a uh, it's, it, 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 like, shot my momentum and the, executed it. Damn. In, like, the back of a 7-Eleven. It was very disappointing. That's all I'll say. I'm just warning you. But your mileage uh, might vary. I mean, that's fun. Here's a here's a little snippet from the review I was talking about. It's <laughs> okay. A few what? of the ways this movie did remind me of Return of the Jedi was them getting to Endor to seeing Ewoks at the end, Palpatine and his lightning powers merrily majorly amped up, and how Luke appears as a Force ghost to tell Rey the truth, which is likely something he should have done to begin with. He didn't do that because it didn't exist. There was no truth for him to tell her at that point. They invented that for this film, which is what you should be critiquing, not that Luke lied to her, because he didn't lie to her. Right, like, it it wasn't a, not a good idea previously because it didn't exist as a idea. Right, which is something to critique, like, this movie and how they wrote it, like, well, it doesn't make any sense because of the way he reacted in the previous movie, and that's the way he, how you respond to the prequels. Well, this right. doesn't make any sense because of how they responded to it in the original trilogy. Not, huh, it's really weird that Obi-Wan, that Yoda and, and R2-D2 didn't, didn't like, recognize each other in Empire. It's like, yeah, because they didn't know each other until they wrote that into the prequels. Right, like, I imagine that as a critique of yeah. Empire on its own. It's like, yeah. no, it's not... <laughs> It's like people who, who who say that, like, this is my... You know what it is? It's when people think that a bad part of a franchise ruins the good parts of a franchise. Why? Why right. do the Matrix sequels ruin the first one? Why do the prequels ruin right. the original Star Wars trilogy? Why does Rise right. of Skywalker ruin The Last Jedi? They don't. They exist on their own. Maybe, uh, yeah. At most, you can be like, oh, it frustrates me when I watch The Last Jedi, knowing how they... Cap- how they how they uh, didn't capitalize on yeah, it. Yeah, how they go forward with it. But there's no way that like having the sort of foreknowledge uh, or whatever you know back knowledge of uh, sort of a franchise's story doesn't influence how you you know relate to other parts of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like knowing the prequels does change how I watch the original trilogy, but like not that much. You know. Like yeah. Right, like it's it, not it's a thing where it should ever. Thing. Yeah, like it's not something you can get rid of. But like, if you can't like deal with that, then motherfuck, I don't know, or not even just deal with it. But like, if you don't know how to parse that out into like digestible human normal emotions, you know. Yeah. There's a there's an argument, a little argument going on in that server I'm in about Rise of Skywalker because someone who's in there gave it five stars and someone who just watched it today and gave it one and a half stars, was like, can you explain how it's good? It literally shits on the entire legacy of Star Wars, like, including the prequels, which is a weird thing. 
and they were like i mean palpatine died and then that was like the whole thing with anakin and then they brought him back and this dude was like literally the guy who gave it five stars was like oh you mean vader killed the guy who knows how to stave off death and it's like why are you engaging it like that way oh my god <laughs> it's oh my god it's so that. weird it's just like, oh you mean <laughs> you mean vader did a thing that doesn't retroactively make sense from 30 years later it's just like like of course like of course vader did what he did because that was the end of the movies yeah like there wasn't gonna be another one i don't know it never existed uh, i hate it people just engage with shit in really insane like just odd ways it's really hard to like I don't know. How do you talk critically about a piece of art if the only way you can read it is if it's fucking gospel, you know? Uh, okay. Right. It's really, it. it's just hard to, you know. I've had people, you know, I've been stuck in so many circular arguments about, like, Man of Steel, and it's all argued from that exact point of view where, you know. It's like history. Yeah, like, it's all argued from, like, the in-story perspective, you know. I don't know. Oh, Superman was learning. How could he try to yeah. save people and fight and it's like i i don't give a fuck it's a fake thing it's not yeah. real i'm i don't like that superman that the creators like created a thing that was like this those are all creative choices that a human that hun, you know hundreds of human beings made i don't like that it's not yeah it's not etched in the annals of history as dean said right <clears throat> it, it's the like, anal the annals of history the annals the annals of time it's etched into my annals of history. It's etched into my anal because I've seen it, and I, <laughs> and I wish to have not seen it. It's this fucking problem with canon is what it is. It's this, oh, yeah. canon. It's this bullshit with everything oh, has canon. to be canon, and if you only hold canon in importance, then of course the thing you just watch is canon. So you can't critique what actually what has what is canon. You can only explain what it is. Well, which is insane, too, because I feel like a lot of the people who— what? complained about these films also complained about oh ray's overpowered it's like how could you think that palpatine had to come back but also complain that ray that they wrote ray to be overpowered that that doesn't make any sense oh that's a different issue it is it is but you know what i'm talking about right (laughs) yeah like totally they engage with the things that they like as if they're gospel and they can't be critiqued on on a basis of what happened but like the things they don't like well just to get rid of that just erase it well, you know? yeah, because it's not viewing it as, like, I, again, I, I just feel like people don't view them as, like, you know, choices made by people to express ideas, you know? <laughs> it's it's just these, I don't even know what they're supposed to be, but, but, you know, people want them to be this very specific thing that I think they just can't be, you know? Yeah. I, I they, they hold them to these, I don't know, it's just weird, it's very odd, I, I don't know how people engage with it. Yeah, I don't, I don't quite get it. Um, now this is podcasting. Hello, friends. <laughs> this is It Came From a Basement, a show where we cover the contents of the 96 discs inside a mysterious DVD binder that has been delivered to us via the turning wheel of fate. I am Dean, he, him. I'm Dan, he, him. I'm Roxy, she, her. Uh, today we are watching the 2002 film Borderline, directed Borderline. by Evelyn Purcell. Did you know that you were the sole beneficiary of your husband's will? I got everything I wanted. He found a hairbrush. What of it? I know the 
did it. How could you possibly know that if you weren't here? Bacon was my patient. She's a borderline personality. She knows the guy's history. Why are you protecting her? She's a suspect. She called me. When I said no, she flipped out. She's going to hang herself trying to frame Bacon. He did it. Uh, I am going to get another drink, so... Yo, me too. Uh, talk amongst yourselves, I guess. <clears throat> All right. All right, I'll be right back. I guess I'll talk to myself for a little bit. Hi, okay. y'all. Uh, are you still here, Dan? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're still here. Okay. Yeah. Thought you left. I don't have to go far to get another drink. Oh, okay. I just have to reach. Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> yeah, where do you, where, where, who I think you are. Yeah. Where I think you are right now. Um, uh, yeah. I watched Spring Breakers today and it was not good. Not good? No, I didn't like it. Ah, interesting. Uh, I haven't seen it, but I do want to. Um, my main problem with it, well, two main problems, is that. Honestly, it probably would have benefited from not being directed by a dude because I think a lot of the issues that I had with it could easily be written away if it wasn't. And also, it felt like a 20-minute story that was expanded into an hour and 30-minute movie and nothing in between that story was anything substantial. Hmm. It's what? very interesting. I'm just talking about Spring Breakers. Oh, nice. Didn't like it. I have it. to watch it. I have to see it. I got to watch it. <laughs> yeah. You got to see it. Gotta <laughs> I gotta it. watch it. I gotta see it. Um, can't I kinda, believe you watched it before I got around to it. Very funny. <laughs> it's very uh, funny. I've been saying I've been going to watch that movie for like a year. Yeah. I I'm mean, just, when I say year, I mean like oh, two weeks, a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I I just wish that my first uh, like when I first learned Harmony Conines Co- Co- Corinne 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 Yeah, yeah there's an R in there. Corinne's name. I immediately thought it was a woman because Harmony sounds like a woman's name to me, and I don't care that it's wow. a guy. That's, I'm not trying to say that. I'm just saying, like, I kind of <laughs> wish my first impression was accurate because I feel like this movie could have been better if it was not directed by a dude. Um, or, uh, you know, a woman could be misogynistic, too. Not, don't get me wrong. Uh, yeah. I just feel like there's less of a chance of that. <laughs> We're getting into some dicey territory. Yeah. The SJWs are coming after us now. Yeah. Sorry I said women can't be bad. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. I also <laughs> I also uh, started another watch through of the Pirates trilogy. Jesus Christ. Oh, gosh. Uh, so ev- I've been uh, watching... Um, Voyager, and every time I pause Netflix for an astounding uh, amount of time, um, <laughs> it cycles through like the images of like stuff that they have on the service. Yeah, uh, and every once in a while, uh, Pride and Prejudice wraps around, and I'm like, "Yo, pirates, though." Oh yeah, <laughs> it... that's all I gotta say about that. Well, uh, uh, Ty. Uh, got a new job and now he's like I want to hang out because I don't have to go to Target anymore 
Um, and I was like, you watch Pirates? And he's like, hell yeah, I want to watch Pirates. <laughs> I haven't seen that since I was a kid. And I'm like, okay, well, the trilogy fucking rules. So it officially, the first Pirates movie, we've only watched the first one so far, and it officially has become the only movie except for, um, I want to say Dracula, that I've rewatched in quarantine. Like, I watched it in quarantine, and I've rewatched it in quarantine. Oh, I nice. I haven't done any, I haven't done that with any movies except Dracula. Oh, wait. <sighs> I don't think I've I don't think I've done that yet. It's uh I've re a... I've rewatched movies but I don't think during quarantine. Yeah. It's not a great feeling. <laughs> you know. It's like, huh, I've been in this situation for five months and I've already started repeating myself. Yikes. But at least it's with a banger. And not a yeah. and not like something tepid like Dracula. For if instance. I if I have watched pirates uh that was one of my first few quarantine watches yeah so if i watch it again i will do that i don't think i'm in danger of watching it again i'm <laughs> not really fair. feeling I'm the pirate not. not really feeling the pirate pull the only one i want to watch is uh th- and that's a like very low stakes kind of want but uh it's the newest one, right? The fifth one. Okay, interesting. Whenever that comes to Disney Plus, maybe I'll. That's you know. on Disney Plus. Is that how I would watch. Are you sure? Doesn't it have? Isn't it like not until like twenty twenty two or something? No, the fourth one isn't on there, but um, the fifth one is. Oh. Javier Bardem is in the fifth one, right? Yeah. Yeah, the fifth one is on there, and the fourth one is not. Oh, uh, well, maybe I'll watch it at some point. Yeah, I would watch soon. Pride and Prejudice again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hopefully by the time I get to Rise of Skywalker and my Star Wars watch there, well, we will not still be in quarantine. But if it mm. if we do, I guess that'll be another one I rewatch. Oh no! Yeah, I'm trying to find one that I would rewatch like right now. Yeah, I, I could. S- mm-hmm. I could. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. what are we thinking about? How's uh? December looking, uh, iffy In, for iffy, iffy. I might watch Little Women again. Okay, That's In like December. December. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't... I don't know if it's a December film. I just feel like I'm gonna watch it again in December. Did you watch it during quarantine? Yeah, I watched. I rewatched it in at the end of May. Okay, okay, okay. And then I might rewatch it again. Uh, later. Let's see. I'm, I'm going through my list of movies I've watched in quarantine. <laughs> I don't see anything so far that I would really be itching to rewatch right now. Um, oh, I might watch Mandy again. Interesting. Knives Out. I, I definitely I consider that. That's a mm-hmm. uh, that's a perpetual when we watch kind of movie. Um, I watched uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood twice ooh. during this quarantine, but nice. I also watched them. Um, I watched that movie uh, twice within as many days, so I don't know if that right. quite counts, but, you know. Yeah, like watching a movie and then immediately watching a movie doesn't right. really quite right. count as double tapping in, in quarantine. Yeah. Um, I I just wanted with... to, you know. <laughs> they, I, think uh, that's the only I have a question. I if I technically have Borderline on the screen right now, does that <laughs> count as rewatching? I'm not paying attention and there's no what? sound. That's no, Borderline. 
Het poor... <laughs> hey. Uh, hey, 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 hey. I would, I re, I watched Speed Racer and Fury Road back to back, and yeah. I would do that again. I would watch oh, those. Oh yes. That would be fucking rad. I watched Harakiri. I'm. That's probably the one I'm gonna rewatch. Harakiri soon. was so good. Yeah. Um, uh, yes. I gotta watch <clears throat> Tokyo Story and Come and See. They're like yeah, staring. Watch, they're staring at me right watch now. Watch Tokyo Story, fucker. All right. All right. I want to watch that too, though. They're staring at me like right over there. I'm seeing them with my eyes, and they're looking at me. The Great Escape was a great f- escapist uh, fun. Not really escapism, oh, cool. I guess. <laughs> it's about fucking. That sounds Nazis, like the back so. of the box quote. <laughs> oh, the Great Escape! It's great escapist fun. <laughs> I'm high and drunk. Uh, oh, fuck good. Off. That's great. Fuck off. Oh, also, I'm it's just, not really um, escapism if it's about Nazis, I guess. But you know. Uh, you know, Indiana Jones is escapism. That's true. That's um, also is... about Nazis. That's true. Speaking, speaking of Indiana Jones... Oh, I was going to say, I was going to close this conversation out with two thoughts. Can I do that really quick? Yeah, I, I don't give a shit. We'll hold, we'll I mean, hold your segue at the end. I mean, it's in the I air. give... Okay, I give a shit about your thoughts. I don't give a shit that you're wasting our time to... You know what I mean. Yeah, Roxy, I, I don't give a shit about your thoughts. I give I just a want to shit make about that your clear. thoughts. I, that's okay. One is enough. That's all I need. Um, I would rather your thoughts than borderline talk about the movie that we have to. This week. <laughs> uh, my two thoughts are: I would gladly rewatch ET already, even though I only watched it a, a week ago. Because that the first time, right? Yeah, it was wow. awesome. It was so good. Formative uh, moment for me was watching ET when I was like ten and just fucking crying my eyes out. Yeah, it, it got. It was close one of the first time times. I remember like bawling at a movie. Honestly, and it it it's pretty significant because Jaws also ruled. I think E.T. is my favorite Spielberg that I watched. Nice. Mm. Jaws is a close second. It's so close. Whoa. And I know that I know that mm-hmm. most people will probably not would probably switch those two around, but I don't know. Yeah. It just I mean Raiders is his best movie, so. Ooh, okay. And yeah. I haven't watched Raiders in a long time, so it, I, <laughs> Raiders, Raiders, Raiders slaps so much. Yeah. That's a movie I gotta best. watch. Soon. Raiders is the like the best movie of all time. I'm maybe I'll watch it soon. Um, that convoy action scene is genuinely the best filmmaking I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> ever. It's the greatest uh, action scene. It's the greatest cinema. It's Indiana Jones fighting a convoy of Nazis is it's very, the best movies have ever gotten. There's no better movies than no. that scene. No. It, it's very Spielbergian. Oh, oh yeah. Um, my yes. other, you know what's yes. my favorite Spielberg movie is the pilot of uh, Columbo. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's really good. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, my other thought was that a lot of the movies that I mm. really enjoyed that I've watched during quarantine have been movies that I don't know if I want to rewatch right away and want to sit with for a while. Um, like Roma, I don't. I'm I'm okay with with putting Roma off for a little bit. It, mm. It's you liked it though, right? I loved it. I thought it was really good. Um, but you know what I mean. You know those types of films. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I've watched Port- like a million of those movies in like the last couple yeah. months. Portrait of a Lady on Fire is one of those. Like I adored that. To like, it's still my favorite movie that I've seen in this year. Um, and I don't have an urge to rewatch it because I'm like I. It's okay. I know I loved it. I'm going to give it a minute. Oh, shoot. I haven't updated my year-ranked list in a while. Ooh, interesting. I might do that after we stop recording. Okay. 
Man, I'm looking at this list give, and I've give your give my updates on like what my favorite movie I've seen this year is. I've watched eleven movies Hot since Rod. I watched Borderline. So I haven't watched that many. I've watched five. Sort of. There's like a big asterisk. What's the asterisk? The one asterisk is one wasn't really a movie, it was a music video collection. Okay. Uh, and the other one, and that's like it's only like forty minutes, and uh, the other one was I watched Mission Impossible three with the Blank Check podcast commentary. That counts. So it's like I I watched the movie, but I didn't have like sound on. It's borderline. Oh, oh god oh god we gotta keep uh, dropping madonna's borderline every time right <laughs> right i don't know if we could get away with that oh fuck it what are they gonna do yeah what are, yeah madonna come at us yeah come at us if we had if we got into a into a street public... i want to get into a fucking street match with goddamn sledgehammers with madonna yeah and like to that would w- boost get a walter our... hill fight going Walter Hill directed Madonna fight scene with us versus Madonna <laughs> and her army of lawyers. Yeah, I it's think gonna, I think it, that would be cool. It's gonna have to just be you two because I have to take a piss break. Oh do, shit! Oh shit! I'm gonna Good do luck. some basement. I'm gonna do some basement keeping as that happens. Or should we do a should we do a piss break? Should I mean, we talk if, about Star Trek more? Yeah, if it's a piss break. Let yeah. it be, you know. Um, Star Trek. What's your favorite um, uh, Enterprise bridge? Mm. Or Starship bridge, I guess. Doesn't right. really have to be Enterprise. Yeah, I mean, if it's going Enterprise, I guess, original series. I'm not a huge fan of, like, the 90s, like, beigey fuchsia. I that... fucking love the beigey fuchsia. It's okay, but I... If I'm going to say my favorite, I don't think I'd... It works for that show, but, you know, if I there was like, for my favorite. If there was, like, price. a combo of, like, the layout of the next generation plus yes. the colors of the original series... Yeah. That, that would, would be, be cool. a pristine kind of thing. That would be real cool. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Bridge of the Defiant's pretty rad. Yeah. I mean, pretty much everything about the Defiant is, like the fucking raddest so i don't know yeah the fine is pretty rad um but then again like the colors on the defiant right are pretty plain but when it's in cloak mode or whatever when it's cloaked and it's that like super you know dark like underlit submarine look Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's pretty good kind of turns my engine over you know pretty juicy I don't know. What's your favorite bridge? Um, I think my favorite bridge. Is it the Discovery Enterprise Bridge? It might be the Discovery Enterprise Bridge because it's the best of the Enterprise Bridge, but it's like it pops right like a whole lot. Um, but probably I uh, probably probably just Next Generation. Right. Are you guys talking about Star Trek? Of course we're talking about Star Trek. We're talking about our... What's your favorite bridge? 
I have seen like two of them. Yeah, and out of the two. Uh, okay, well, I, I don't remember the Discovery one from when I watched it as much. I've seen the original series, and I've seen the new one from the new movies. I think The Kelvin? The, yeah, I think the original series. It's classic. Okay. I, I, yeah, it's I, a good one. Yeah, I like the new one, but the old one is just cheesy in a way. Uh. I kind of I wish that the Kelvin bridge looked like the Enterprise bridge. Yeah. It sort of doesn't have, like, the same design at all. Yeah. It's, it's like, weird. It's like yeah. a straight-up departure as opposed to... Like a recreation yeah. update. Yeah, it's weird that they chose to not make it look like the original series when everything else is, is like... like really slavish to the original series well it seems like everything inside the enterprise they're kind of like who gives a fuck you know yeah the outside is important and like people's costumes and shit you know look good but you know engineering is clearly like a distiller like a i totally love uh kelvin engineering it's okay but it's definitely like not the show you know right i just like that choice it's like a big fucking industrial warehouse that they're running around in like that's really interesting visually i think it's not bad i mean i i it's not bad i don't i don't know if i prefer it to right. what the shows look like sometimes mm-hmm. but I, I think it's an interesting choice but it's definitely a choice for sure for sure for sure and the yeah and the bridge being you know looking the way it does yeah it's just quite different weird i don't know it is weird. If you have a favorite Star Trek bridge or questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at itcamefromabasement at gmail.com. Itcamefromabasement.com is your hub for all things ICFAB. Please follow us on Twitter at BasementCast. Consider donating to our Patreon at patreon.com slash itcamefromabasement. And rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And listen to us wherever you want. That's all. <laughs> that's all I have for you today. And that's the episode. Good good night, everybody. Mm-hmm. Bye. 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 Uh, borderline. That was like a borderline kind of good episode. Yeah, it was borderline. <laughs> Fuck off. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna need you two to to help. Shit, I was gonna say the same thing. I I need help. I feel I like don't... this movie was like fine. This okay. Here's it was the like thing. pretty good. Here's yeah. The thing. I thought I mean, the movie was pretty good too. It felt like at worst a not great regular movie, which is leagues better than what we usually get. Yeah, the it's problem... like a borderline good movie. Right. The problem was. <laughs> The problem was for me that it was also a completely forgettable borderline good movie. I guess so. I I guess I found it less forgettable just because uh, I kind of liked the people on screen. Right. I think the performances were okay. The actors, you know, had some charisma. Like, I don't know. Like, they just didn't seem like dead people on screen. So I agree. That I'm is immediate, true. I'm immediately, I'm immediately just kind of like slightly more engaged. So mm-hmm. I thought this uh, was like a fun, dumb little like airport novel thriller 
noir it, thing. And that it was is like, a good way to describe it, I think. Yeah. I just thought, I don't know. Yeah, I, I thought this was pretty good, especially compared to, you know, most of the drivel that we're forced to, you know, like fucking clockwork orange strapped into a chair with our eyes peeled open to watch this was like oh, okay i thought you meant like we were forced to watch clockwork orange i was like what no like uh, i get i get it yeah. <laughs> that's how i feel most of the time with this binder so this movie was directed by evelyn purcell uh director of rush nobody's fool woman undone and heat stroke written by david loca the Dream Team, Working Trash, Eddie, Dream House, House at the End of the Street, and Rings. Starring Gina Gershon as Dr. Lila Coletti. Uh, Gina Gershon's from The Suffering Bastards, Best of the Best Three, No Turning Back, The World, Then the Fireworks, Demon Lover, I want someone to eat cheese with. Uh, huh. <laughs> Gina, Ger- Gina Gershon strips down Sailor Sarah Palin. Uh, Riverdale, Red Shoes and the Seven Dwarves, among other things that she's more well known for. I don't yeah. think any title in history will ever come close to the perfection as I want someone to eat cheese with. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know if you could. Is it like a movie? I think so. I, I don't check. know if you could title a film better. Uh, uh, Michael Bound is good. <laughs> Bound is good. <laughs> Everyone should watch Bound. Gina Thank Gershon you, Dan. is very good in Bound. It's a yeah. Perf- it's pretty much a perfect movie, actually. Right? I would say it's like one of the tightest, most perfect movies ever made. Yeah, it's insane. Like if that- you want like a thriller that is gonna work. Uh, watch Bound. Yeah. It's insane that the Wachowski sisters became, like, t- kind of uh, best exemplified by their, like, apps, their bloat, their, like, overindulgent bloat on all of their movies. You know, yeah. your mileage like their may vary on. Sci fi, big, o- over, uh, like, maximalist kind yes. of filmmaking. Uh, their first two movies are actually, like, totally 100% perfect, like, there's not a thing you should change. Or, like, there's no fat you could trim. Right. Perfect. It's just lean cinema beef. And it's it's amazing that every movie since then... Which is, like, that. fine. Yeah, no, I mean... I totally I, I, like what they're going for almost all the time. Yeah, that's not casting judgment. I mean, I that's, I think, some of the most interesting stuff they've done is all of their yeah. weird, overindulgent, uh, sort of insane stuff. But, like, Jupiter it's interesting. rules. Yeah, right. Like, say. it's, it's yeah, that's like 14 movies packed into one. Yeah. Uh, but, like, yeah, Bound is just, uh, you know, a tight thriller, and it's amazing. And it's got Gina Gershon and Joey Pants and uh, a lot of good people. Watch it. Yeah, it's a great, a great flick. Um, Michael Bine, Bean? I don't know how to fucking I think say it's Bean. Michael Bean. Bean. Michael Bean. He's the fucking best. Detective Macy Kobachek. He was in Clockstoppers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Sean Patrick Flannery. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Plays Ed Bikeman. Bakeman. 
I don't know how to say his name. Uh, he was in the young Indiana Jones Chronicles as Indiana Jones. Um, Demon Hunter saw the final chapter. Twelve Dogs of Christmas, Great Puppy Rescue, Beyond oh, Valkyrie, Dawn of the Fourth Reich, oh. and Myth, Whoa. Night of the Gorgon. Wait, Michael Bean was in all of those movies? No, that was Sean Patrick Flannery. Ah, damn it. That's right, we did move on. No, Michael We're... Bean was in Clockstoppers. Listen, yeah. I'm a little behind. <laughs> You're a little behind time. Listen, Michael Bean is good. Yeah, Michael Bean is good. He's uh, a- uh, very formative to my Aliens? Youth. Hell yeah. He was like, you know, I mean, he was in Terminator and Aliens, too, like my most watched movies as a small child. Uh, wait, let me see some... I I feel like he's... He's in Navy good... Seals with uh, Charlie Sheen, you know? Yeah. Uh, the Abyss? Hell yeah, he gets fucking uh, imploded in that movie. Uh, he was in Clockstoppers? Hell yeah. Um... Motherfucker was cut from Terminator 2. That's got a sting. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. So he was, was uh, in... So was Linda Hamilton's sister, you know? Oh, yeah. She he was, was in Scorpion King 4? Holy shit. power? Nice. I guess I gotta uh... watch the Scorpion King movies past one. There's so many of them. I know. Randy Couture is a big dude in them, right? Uh, Couture is not in this film, at least. Hmm. He's a, I think he's a bad guy in one of them. Oh, Emmett Walsh is in it. Rutger Hauer is in it. Whoa. That's like a, a Blade Runner reunion right there in the middle of this fucking movie. <laughs> uh, wait, Scorpion King 3... Someone mm. recommended uh, the entire Scorpion King franchise for us for don't, a Patreon don't. episode. No, oh. do it. Dave Batista and Billy Zane and Ron Perlman are in yes, one of them. Of course, oh of course. My God. Yes. Uh, we still have we still have two people who haven't recommended films for the next batch, so you can reach out to them and ask them to recommend a Scorpion King movie. No, there's oh Randy Couture is uh, in the second movie. Fuck yes, as well as. Possibly the first one? No. He's no. not in the first one. Just the second. Michael Clark Duncan is in the first one. Yes, he plays a character named Balthazar. Sure. Listen, that was a big deal when I was a kid, that movie, I remember. Dwayne. Mummy Mummy the, the Mummy and the Mummy Jones. Returns were one of my uh, you know, top replayed. Yo, movies. I saw I saw a, a commercial on the television the other day. <laughs> Uh, where they called him Dwayne Johnson. Like, just... I think that's what he's going for nowadays. But, like, if you, why? If you, if you, it like, was, it was odd seeing someone say, not Dwayne the Rock Johnson. They just or, said, or the know, Rock. Yeah, my or my preferred way is the Dwayne Johnson Rock. I mean, the Dwayne Johnson rock. But they just said, clearly like... Clearly the way to introduce that band. Oh, we have, a, like, a TV special coming up starring Dwayne Johnson. And, like, I was taken aback for a little bit. 
I, I think that's been a thing for a little while now, if I'm yeah, being honest. Yeah, I think you're quite late on that uh, yeah. complaint. But I think I've, that he's been going really? by that for a while. How a while? Like I've a, always exclusively heard it referred as <laughs> Dwayne The Rock years. Johnson. I'm almost positive that when marketing was out for the new Jumanji films, both of them, it was not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. It was Dwayne Johnson. And <laughs> during the Jungle Cruise, I think it's I think it's. I mean, I don't know, because a lot, a lot of trailers don't have voiceovers nowadays, so you, they don't say their names. But in the credits, I don't think they they say Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I think he's written about as the Rock a lot, but my guess is anything official, it you know, statements put out by studios or whatever, or his social media, I doubt he's calling himself the Rock. That's my yeah. guess. I mean, I'm looking... I don't know why. If your name was the Rock, <laughs> <laughs> would you ever stop? calling yourself the rock <laughs> like if that's what literally every single human on the planet referred to you as would you be like nah i think Dwayne is better yeah uh look take like, it I'm, up with I'm, him i'm not gonna get into the argument with the rock himself but no if your take name the fight to him the rock why would you want to distance yourself from that yeah, Dwayne, yeah. you fucking moron. No, I yeah. gotta go. I'm, I'm Dwayne. I'm Mr. Like, Johnson. Yeah. Okay, I'm Mr. yeah, Mr. Johnson. Mr. Johnson. Um, yeah, defend yourself, Dwayne. Come here's on your the... show and defend your position. Come on the show and we'll lawyer you. <laughs> we'll sue you like... for not referring to yourself as The Rock. <laughs> like um, Perry we Mason. Want you to. Like Perry Mason would do. Um, So I think Dan was right. I think that, like, he... When he when it's marketing for like a film, like official marketing, it's probably Dwayne Johnson because he probably helps dictate what they call him in those situations. It's all contracts, right? But then when people are writing about him, it's seemingly like they keep the rock in there. Because I'm looking at a couple articles about his appearance at DC's Fandome or whatever they're doing. Oh, you know? Fandome! I, I I can't wait for Fandome. Yeah, in a couple weeks, and they all the articles say Dwayne the Rock Johnson. All they've then, been talking about is Fandome. I thought it they happened replacing... like four times, but it didn't. It's coming what's up the... later. No, it's, it's coming what's up. What's Fandome? Uh, it's is it their, just a like... big stadium of fans instead of people? Yeah, it's their Comic Con shit that they're doing. It's it's DC's Comic Con direct like standing like like fans. I don't know. I they don't think. I don't Desk believe fans? there is a dome involved. Damn. It's, uh, I want a dome on. of fans just blowing air onto the rock. I gotta check yeah, something. I'm not sure if we're going to get that. That sucks. Damn. I thought it was coming. It can't, it's out on August. Uh, it's it's going to be on August 22nd, and I was like, I wonder if that's the anniversary of Suicide Squad, because that would be really funny, but it's not. Suicide Squad came out August 5th. <laughs> but the Rocksteady games... Um. They're what? they're they're doing a Suicide Squad Rocksteady game. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That's Instead fun. of the Superman game that we've all been waiting for for five years, no, we're yeah. getting Suicide Squad instead. It's fine. It's fine. Is it getting a we'll lot see. of Suicide Squad? We're getting James Gunn. I was gonna say that the fandom thing seemed there. Uh, uh, we'll see what James it is. Gunn, Matt Reeves are gonna be there. James Wan for Aquaman two. What David if Matt Sandler Reeves was Superman like? 2. What if Matt Reeves was like, here, we're at the fandom. Here's the movie. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> like, here's that. here's the Batman that you've what if, the, that you wanted to see. What I, I want like, that oh, dude to be... do another fucking ape movie more than a goddamn Batman movie. <laughs> yeah. I want another movie about CG monkeys before I want Batman. 
you know what they could yeah. do that with? Me? I was just thinking about how fucking good War for Pla- <laughs> I, well, rewatching Great Escape, which is you know, fifty percent, fifty percent of War for Land of the Apes is fucking Great Escape, and I'm watching Great Escape, and I'm like, you know, what's a good movie? This movie, but with the monkeys and the orangutans. It's a good movie. God damn it! <laughs> Sorry, well, just saying. They are making another one eventually. But probably yeah, not when? But him. it's not going to be with Matt Reeves because yeah. he's doing fucking Batman movies for the rest of goddamn time. Yeah. You <sighs> know who's also there? Andy Muschietti for The Flash. Oh, oh, oh shut the oh. fuck up! Is that yeah. real? Is That's, that movie getting made? Uh, it seems like it because I believe it when fucking I fucking see it. Sponsored event. Um, Interesting. They could definitely do Wonder Woman there. They could just show Wonder Woman because Wonder Woman's probably done. Oh yeah. Was well, yeah. Yo, what if they were just like, hey, welcome to the fandom. Here's Wonder Woman, the movie that you've been promised to see in February. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that'd be pretty cool. Um, I, be cool. I think if they put out Wonder Woman online, like VOD, that Black Widow would definitely get put up online eventually. It's crazy that Black Widow already hasn't been put up. It's crazy that New Mutants hasn't already been put up. And fucking yeah, that's uh, comes I out think that's a, I think that's a legal thing. Someone was talking I about know, that. I know. I know, yeah. but it's uh, what's the what's going to happen? They're going to get fined by Fox or from someone else? <laughs> I don't know. They're going to get sued and have to pay like a couple million dollars? Well, that's what I don't understand is that it's like, "Oh, hey, it's a like a contract with 20th Century Fox or whatever, but uh don't isn't that them now?" Isn't that now their own contract? Because they I, own them? I don't know. They consumed them like sense. a great fucking beast? Like, what? I don't understand how you're going to argue with your own food, but whatever. I don't know. What? Maybe, it has, maybe it's not a 20th Century Fox contract. Maybe it's some sort of... I don't know. I don't know either. You guys going to pay 30 bucks to watch Milan? No, probably not. <laughs> I mean, I would pay... 30 bucks for my AMC membership to watch, like, per month to watch Mulan. Yeah. But probably not um, to watch it on my house by myself. Is there any film that is in release limbo right now that you would pay $30 to watch No Time to Die? House? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. 30 bucks isn't, I don't know. I mean, I would, I would pay no, I would pay $30 for No Time to Die. I'd pay thirty dollars for Fast and the Furious. Yeah, I would yeah. pay thirty dollars for. Um, I'd probably it's kind do of maybe those but like, maybe those are the two. But after like Mulan is supposed to be a family movie, and oh, I agree taking the family out for thirty bucks really isn't that bad, right? Like if I had a family that I was seeing yeah, Mulan with, thirty bucks is fucking cheap to sit a family down for I, to watch a new movie. That's not a bad price point. I completely agree with you, and I but do think that me, it is going to make a good amount of money based on that. Um, I also, if I had, like, a couple more people that wanted to watch Mulan, and they said, mm-hmm. do you want to watch Mulan? I would I would gladly pay 30 bucks. Like, yeah. I think it's a movie that I'll probably right. enjoy. Um, but it's just mostly just me and Liz, which is, I don't think, super. I don't know if we're either one of us want to pay 30 bucks to just watch it between the two of us. I'd probably do it for Black Widow. Like I would probably be like, oh, do I really yeah. want to spend thirty bucks on Black Widow? And I'd be like, all right, I'll do it. Um, but Fast and the Furious Nine for sure, a hundred percent. Yeah, I would do my my two main ones would be Fast Fast and the Furious and No Time to Die. I want to see those movies maybe. like yesterday. Maybe I want to see Woman? those movies when they came out. Yeah, 
Maybe Wonder when Woman. The... I'd probably do Wonder <laughs> Woman. Yeah. It's not um, I'm trying to think films. of other movies. Tenet, maybe, but nah. Nah, oh, at, this point, at this point. At this yeah. point, no. <laughs> I don't want to pay him money. Um, But it would have been a thing that I would have been like, yeah, I'll pay money for that, but not now. Not after uh, toying with the idea of mass death for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> and still yeah, it's toying still with that out. idea. Yeah. Yeah, no, like I'm I'm good. I don't want to pay that man money. Yeah. Um yeah, I can't think of any other ones that I would pay that much for. Yeah, I don't know. This whole thing is interesting. Just how movies are going to what's going to happen, I guess. How movies are going to happen. Did you see that uh what's that I forget the name of it now. That thing from the 30s expired? That, uh... Oh, the Paramount thing? Yeah. The they Paramount ex- Chords or whatever? Didn't Coast? expire. What? They knocked it down. They they, they repealed oh, it. Oh, was that what happened? Oh. Yeah. What happened? It's the, uh, the decree, the antitrust law that prevents theaters yeah. from... Or movie studios from owning theaters. Apparently, when I was reading about it, um, the law only was in relation to movie theaters that were around when the law was passed or like ones that already owned theaters. Like it was specifically for specific studios and not in general. So technically Disney could have bought out a movie studio or a movie theater chain before now because they weren't bound by the law. They do do own El Capitan. Arclight, right? So they can, I think, my guess is that, yeah, I think they own the Arclight. uh, But that was through like illegal they had to like put a motion forward and legally right. get permission to own it i don't think they could just like outright buy it um, well yeah someone did point out i was reading an article about it it said that some movie studios that technically weren't a buy like didn't have to abide by the law but did so anyway and then somebody was pointing out too i think maybe one of the people who one of the courts or whatever that struck it down said that like hmm. they still have to abide by antitrust laws so they can't just disney wouldn't be able to just buy amc they'd have to like get it reviewed and everything mm-hmm. but chances are you get approved because right know, i mean fuck everyone else besides big corporations and billionaires right yeah the idea of like well uh giant mega corporations would have to abide by these laws is like well okay yeah so i mean that's not putting up fucking tissue papers to stop a flood i don't know <laughs> not really like inspiring me with a whole lot of trust but yeah, so I don't know. That was just interesting that's happening as well. Um, yeah. Well, I'm going to take a piss break. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is going to be our worst episode ever. <laughs> BRB. Borderline our worst, probably. Borderline our worst, for sure. For yeah. Sure. I like how you even specified a few minutes ago that you were like, I kind of like this film, and, and we still <laughs> are not talking about it. Well, I kind of said everything about it that I I kind of liked it, and the actors are kind of good. Exactly. There was one moment, and I'll wait till Dean goes back. There was one moment that I was like, genuinely delighted by, but it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> for a good reason. Oh, I don't hmm. think. Interesting. Okay. Um. Yeah. <sighs> Yo, I uh, I just got this uh 
fucking Alan Moore trade paperback for part of his League of Extraordinary Gentlemen Ooh, series. Uh, pretty sure it's going to take me about three months to fucking read because <laughs> like half of it is just a novel and uh, it's printed, That's... you know, all the way to the margins of a fucking comic book page. Right. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is a lot. That's super interesting. Just wanted to complain about that. Oh, you wanted to complain about having to read the thing that you bought to read. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's all. <laughs> I get that. That's me with like everything I read. It's just like it's a it's my my problem is that there's no fucking margins on this. So I'm gonna have to like break the binding of this fucking book to like be oh, able to read. Sucks. I hate that. I didn't even think about that. The binding. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they don't like they print full pages of text like on you know comic book sized pages that's uh, like insane. almost all the way to the yeah binding it's like really it's very upsetting is that intentional it's just a lot of text no i don't know yeah i guess we talked it's about a lot the di- movie yet no no okay oh i i did mention one thing but i was gonna wait for you to come back so, okay yeah. dean are you back i am indeed back Roxy, I'm pretty sure you can mention it. Um, there's just a moment Lift where, off for that mention. Uh, I'm sorry. Let me. I'll let me. Up. No, it's fine. You're. 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 It's. It, that was borderline funny. <laughs> um, Thank you. Thank you. That's all I want. Someone walked into the room at an hour and one minute. If and I went, could What's feel like borderline on? a person, who? Wait, yeah, what? Be, <laughs> Roxy, what? Uh, someone walked into the room at one hour, one minute in the film and went, what's going on? Or something like that in a really uh, funny way. What's going on? And I was thought about, uh, Brett Michaels. Uh, All I'm saying is this is the fucking, on? uh, this is the fucking house of leaves of comic books. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? He bought I'm just an Alan Moore thing. Oh. Again? There's just, yeah, there's just a, a trade of the. A volume of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen saga that's like half of it is just uh, text. And these motherfuckers don't put like any margins in, so it's printed like all the way to the edges of the paper. And I'm like, oh, I'm just getting uh, Ghosts of House of Leaves flashbacks. So, um, borderline. You know, no uh... line spacing, just walls of text all the way to the margins it's just lila it's like eight pages of kevin o'neill art in this fucking book you know what i'm saying it's like well uh, okay man yeah half the reason i bought the book you see Uh uh-huh we just hit minute 50 of this i'm trying i'm trying really hard to like make this borderline not an episode about borderline (laughs) borderline not a listenable thing this is the least listenable episode of our show by far this episode is literally what people who don't like podcasts complain about podcasts (laughs) about and say that like we've done it it's just like three people sitting around talking about anything which it's is just what usually three friends having a normal friend conversation that right. we would have off air anyway. Which is which is usually usually fine if you have convinced enough people that you are their friends via their ears. Which is how podcasts <laughs> usually go. You know? You know right, what I mean? We have we have convinced maybe like six people. <laughs> yeah. Like if the blank check people were doing this, you'd probably be like, Okay, cool. 
I want to hear what this they have was to a say great about episode anything. of yeah. This is a great episode of Blank Check. But if you started listening to Blank Check and this was the episode you listened to, <laughs> you'd be like, whoa. It's uh, fine so, though. Do we have any opinions on? So what is Borderline about? Um, Lila, a prison psychiatrist, loses custody over her two daughters in a connection with uh, her in her divorce. Um, the ex and his girlfriend are murdered. Uh, people suspect her. People suspect one of her patients. Uh, and then from there, it's a th- little bit of a mystery noirish thriller. There's uh, um, intrigue. I fell asleep watching it. Uh, I no, paid attention you, the whole time. It was fine. You hit the nail right on the head, really. Yeah. It's a fine uh, little movie. I mean, I don't know. Uh, yeah, Sean Patrick Flannery plays her, like, weirdly obsessive former patient who... And, hmm, I wonder if he could have been involved. Yeah, uh... He's, like, obsessed with her. He's like, yo, we're dating. And she's like, no. Uh, she is dating Michael Bean. The mm-hmm. He plays a detective who's, you know, assigned to that case, which makes his job a little more complicated once she seems to be the one that's, you know, uh, guilty of the crime. Yes. Um. It goes... Uh, Gina Gershon is good. Yeah. Because she um, just usually is. She's not like... Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing... I have nothing to say about this film. It was so... mediocrely, uh, like a three-star kind of nothing movie that it wrapped around to being less than three stars. <laughs> you know? Like, it was so middle of the road I see that I actually saying. have, like, negative... I have, like, a, it reverse reverse opinions about it. Like I got, <laughs> my brain got sucked away by the vacuous void of this just fine movie. Wow. Uh, I can't even imagine having that much emotion about it, but... Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the same well, boat. Well, that's what uh, I'm saying. You're, not, just you're like, not wrong. It's just... I don't uh, have emotion about it. It, it. it retracted emotion because it was just so average. It was so bland. It was like a... Van- it was like vanilla... No, it was like chocolate ice cream. I I okay great just just love that. chocolate ice cream. love that because uh chocolate ice chocolate is probably way more commonplace than vanilla it's anyway. way more commonplace and and bland than vanilla um vanilla is an exotic <laughs> spice and a lot of people probably have never tasted it before a certain point in history so why do we consider it bland that's my problem yeah. to call it vanilla has like a flavor that is right. unique. I think chocolate is more neutral. Um, yeah. Especially in a chocolate ice cream, you mostly just taste cold. 
<laughs> I, I literally cannot believe other human beings are expressing this right now. Oh. I genuinely thought I was the only human on the planet. It's oh, written no, about, like, if you fucking like vanilla ice cream, you are a pariah. You should just yeah. self-ostracize. What is the point of you even sucking in fucking oxygen? No, I like vanilla ice cream. Me too. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're saying that's the common opinion is vanilla yeah, ice cream that's like, I've li- thing. I've, like, straight up read books that are just like, hey, if you like vanilla, just get your fucking neck snapped on, stepped on. What <laughs> the fucking use is there for you? It's literally... Like, Jesus Christ, I think vanilla ice cream's pretty good. It's, it's, it's also, like... I don't know. We could, like, wouldn't bread or something be like, why is it vanilla that's the synonym for blandness? It's like an exotic spice that we put into treats sometimes. It's like. Yeah, it's like yeah. a flavoring that actually has a flavor. Like, you why not right. wheat? Like, wheat right. is, like, literally almost non-flavorful and is so commonplace around the world. Or like, And I fucking grain. hate eating wheat ice cream. Like, it's just the worst. <laughs> I don't know why anyone buys it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grain yeah. cream is just awful. Yeah, <laughs> plain neutral cream. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. like I feel like chocolate is just like it can taste like nothing sometimes. No, chocolate ice cream. I genuinely question the point whenever I have it. Like if it's mixed, if it's got like stuff in it, uh, that obviously like if it's like oh sure. chocolate with like toffee or chocolate with like cookie pieces or something like peanut butter. Yeah, chocolate with peanut butter. That's like PB. something. And if it's just chocolate with chocolate, like if it's just that, <laughs> then like you're not tasting anything. It's just cold. <laughs> but with like a vanilla, you could taste. I ooh, ooh the bean. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm tasting the vanilla bean. Yeah, I know. I listen. It's got I'm on you. I'm on your bean boat. I'm right there with you. I'm. I you're two well. beans in a bowl. <laughs> two beans in a bowl. Uh, all right, yeah, like we're on the same page. So that's this movie. Is this this movie is chocolate ice cream? Yeah, I guess so. It's a movie. I think the big issue is it uh uh my like because this is okay. This is the only thing I really felt about this movie was that it was pretty good. It was moving along at a clip, like you know, whatever. We're setting up stuff. It seems like it ends pretty abruptly, and I feel like uh. It could have had a thing that happened. I don't know. I don't understand how this movie really ends. How did this movie end? I'd, I'd like you to explain whatever you I don't know. Really, that's the thing I'm trying to say is that I don't understand how it ends. I think she, like, pretends... She, like, plays into Sean Patrick Flannery's, like, the fantasy that he's erected about their life. Their life, right? Like... Sure, sure, sure. I, I, I think she, like, sets him up by pretending to play into his... Because he's got this whole thing worked out where, you know, they're going out and she, like, told him to, you know, I don't know, kill the ex-husband and stuff. But really it was all him and she kind of gets him to admit that through, like, reverse psychology, I guess. Right? Mm. Yeah. Okay, that's all I got. My problem with this film is that it took me about an hour into it to realize that the police officer or the detective investigating these murders and her boyfriend were the same person because everyone looked the same to me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, there's almost a reason. There's a good one of the good moments of the movie kind of plays on that, though, right? 
or like maybe I don't know, maybe not good moments, but at least like I was intrigued by what was happening. But she was having that dream. She thought it was Michael Bean, but it was Sean Patrick Flannery who like came into the bed. Right? Does anyone remember that? The only parts of the movie that I remember is when Gina Gershon was on screen. And then I think the rest of the time I was asleep. Hmm. Well, there's definitely a scene where, uh, like, he gets into bed and they're making out. And uh, the camera doesn't really show you, like, who it is, really. But you can kind of tell him, it's like, oh, that's not Sean Bean. And it takes her a minute to, like, figure it out. I'm like, (laughs) oh, okay. We'll see where it's like a dream. And I'm like, oh, okay. But, you know. Okay. Uh, So uh, it could have been a better uh, moment if it wasn't a dream. Yeah, I'm I just sure. think the fact that they that everyone looked kind of the same was uh, the point in that scene. At least that's all I'm saying. I don't know what I'm fucking saying. That's cool. I don't have a lot. More How do you to talk say. about bad movies in the middle of a complete collapse of recognizable reality? It's yeah. definitely difficult. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, especially since, like, all I've been consuming is, like, some of the greatest films ever made. You right? <laughs> you right. Like, I'm just like, oh, like, uh, all of my spare time is, if I'm not watching TV, I'm watching, like, a bona fide, absolute, all-time great. Harakiri. Or at yeah. least, at least, like, good, right? Right, like, something fun or, like, high energy or... Yeah. If not, like, a straight-up, like classic piece of cinema uh then then i have to watch borderline and it's just like this isn't gonna i'm not gonna retain this i'm watching through the wire right now how's that you know it's pretty good it's borderline i guess there's i guess yeah it's borderline great i guess there's a reason why people are always like hey the wire's a good show you know i believe uh, i think you're underselling it a little bit i think what people usually say is the wire's <laughs> the greatest show of all time you need to watch it yeah uh, i the, feel like the, it, that's the, the first of... season's pretty good i watched like the first <laughs> season in like four days so oh nice i don't know yeah i mean it's a good show um do you know what have like, made oh god sorry i was just gonna say it's fascinating just how many like people are in this show oh right yeah like Um, you're it's just like i'm watching like i started the second season it's like oh fuck uh you know steve what's her name in uh the office i can't remember steve carell no steve carell's (laughs) the his girlfriend for like half the show uh jan no the other one the one he like ends up with yeah 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 she's like oh in this show it's like oh uh all right cool she yeah, the, the first episode of the second season, she just, like, finds a container of dead people, and it's like, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, no. oh, that's no. what happened Jesus to her. Jesus Christ. That's yeah. why she's a little loopy in the in the office. <laughs> the trauma. But, yeah, I mean, just Idris Elba, you know, Michael B. Jordan as, like, a child. It's just interesting. As, like, a child. Yeah, he's, like, 13 in this show. Jesus, all right. I mean, I don't know how old he is in real life, but he's playing, like, you know. A child. Oh, yeah, he's a young... He's And he's clearly very young, and it's like, wow. Damn. Idris Elba looks the fucking same. Right. 
Wood Harris is fucking in it, and he's great. Who? I don't understand. Wood Harris. Oh, okay. He plays... He's in Ant-Man for eight seconds. <laughs> uh, he's, like, fucking incredible and magnetic in this show, and plays, like, mm-hmm. one of the... Like, the fucking main, like, dude that they're after. It's like, uh, this guy is uh, great. <laughs> Oh, Wood Harris is the, um... He's the cop who says that's a messed up dog in Ant-Man, and that's all they fucking give him. And it's like, Jesus Christ, uh, He's the trainer from Creed. Yes, he's the trainer from Creed. Oh, yeah, That's how I know him. Yes, he plays the son of the guy from Rocky. Okay, cool. Didn't know that part, but I like that. Yeah, he's the son of the guy who's the right-hand man for Apollo Creed. I forget the character's name, but, uh... Okay. Yeah. He's a good actor. Yeah, the character's name is... Tony Little Duke Evers. Yes. Mm. It's the last movie he was in. Great too. That's bullshit. Hey, guess what? No, that's bullshit. Put Wood Harris in more shit. Uh, his Wikipedia uh, photo is him playing basketball, and it says underneath it, Wood Harris in a basketball game. <laughs> yeah, hmm. I hope so. I don't think he's a basketball player. I think he's <laughs> just an actor. So that's an interesting <laughs> choice for his Wikipedia page. But... That's, yeah. You know, whatever. Hmm. Um, Just saying, if you like... Sh- I mean, Lance Reddick is in it. Oh, I mean, Lance Reddick is so yeah, fucking Yeah, he's fucking great. Um, if you like just, like, hours upon hours of nothing but, like, very, uh, like, procedural, uh, like, jargon-laden dialogue, this is your shit. And that's my shit, so. Cool. Nothing, like, it's it's just characters talking about, like, their jobs. All right, cool. It, that's uh, something I, I'll check out eventually, I think. I think you reached that eventually. It was probably something mm. you would check out eventually, and you reached that eventually, right? I did, yeah. yeah. This was my, like, uh, you know what, it's time to watch. I guess I'll watch The Wire. I'm not quite there and yet, but I got I'll get there soon. I'll eventually. get there eventually. Do you know, uh, I want to pivot. you know what would have made Rise of Skywalker a better movie? Oh, Jesus. Lance Reddick? Yeah. Wait, why hasn't Lance Reddick been in... Okay, hold on. Okay. So okay. really... Okay. Wire. Huh? Hold on. Knives Out 2. Lance Reddick. Let's consider Lance Reddick. No, not let's consider. Let's rocket that motherfucker to the top spot on the list. I'm going to tweet that right now. Do you know yeah. who else... At Ryan Johnson. <laughs> uh, Knives Out 2. Let's consider... <laughs> no, no. you got to be forceful. Let's... Let's put Lance Reddick in it. Let's put Lance Reddick in it. There's <laughs> a couple other people that I would... Signed <laughs> me a big fan <laughs> of <laughs> you and Lance Reddick. I like that. I feel like legally he will be blocking you, but who knows? Yeah. <laughs> He'll have to pay you if he casts Lance Reddick in the movie. Um, Maybe don't I'd tweet add Ryan Johnson. I don't know. I don't know. Do you not want me to do it? <laughs> Who cares? My thing is just I don't know. It's just uh, I don't think I don't, casting know. I don't know if that matters. Yeah, maybe that's not a thing. Yeah, I sure. Don't think I mean, is. story ideas are one thing. Yeah. And again, I don't know if story ideas for like a non. Like, oh, Lance Reddick is on Twitter. Hell yes. Hell yeah. Let's. I'm gonna do a hashtag. Put Lance. Reddick in Knives Out 2. 
pretty good. I'm tweeting this. Lance Reddick should have cast, or uh, Matt Reeves should have canceled Lance, Re- Lance Reddick as Batman. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Um, or at least Commissioner Gordon. I think he'd kill it as Gordon. Yeah, pretty good. Who's playing Gordon right now? I don't know. Oh, oh wait, Jeffrey Wright. Oh, uh, yeah, that's The fine. guy who owns a fucking, yeah, well, I don't know. Doesn't he own, like, a gold mine or something, or an emerald mine or some shit? What? Yeah. Does he? You're not reading uh, about that? Uh, no. Are you yeah. about to make me not enjoy <laughs> yes, Jeffrey Wright? Yes, I am. Wright? I am, actually. Hold I'm on, sorry. I'm God damn it. Um, yeah, Jeffrey Wright is, like, he's, like, a mega capitalist. He's, like, hey, capitalism, I love getting gold from, like, poor people. Oh, I swear to God, it's yeah. a quote that basically translates to that. <laughs> it's, in like, 2000... really blatant. Oh, God. In oh, 2011, filling up another drink. Wright established Tie Line Resources, a gold exploration company, which labels itself as being involved in ethical and sustainable mining in Sierra Leone. However, it has been reported that the organization has experienced significant financial problems and that those who worked for Wright's organization have gone without pay for months and were not provided adequate supplies for their jobs and that only 2 to 3% of any profits from the endeavor would be reinvested in the local community. Jesus Christ. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> Canceled Jeffrey Wright. God damn it. It's a big uh, RuPaul is fracking in Montana energy. <laughs> RuPaul right? is fracking. Like, again, I, I, 2020 I'm is the year of hell. Like, it's just ad-libs of, it, you know, complete conceptual insanity. Like, like, three you can't of my fucking... most Three of my most look forward to films of the upcoming few years has Jeffrey Wright in it, and now I'm soured on them. Yeah. Uh, no Time to Die, The Batman, and The French Dispatch. Yeah. And it's... gold mining. Like, who would have fucking picked? Like, yeah. I don't know. Who it's had that on their fucking bingo card of I, why someone there... could suck, you know? like, Is there the any more evidence of people, of, of there being, like, a, a, a supreme being in charge of us than what's going on? Like, no, someone's no. clicking I on straight things. up, no, no. Someone is clicking on random buttons on a keyboard right now, and this is what's going on inside yeah. of our simulation, inside of our universe. Someone's yeah. doing something. I, I, Someone got yes. really high and is just having some fun, mm-hmm. uh, and we're suffering for it. Uh, yeah. Good. Here's I want to go back. Time knives out too, and I just thought one person who I've, I've wanted to be in it since it was announced is Dakota Johnson. I think Dakota Johnson. Sure. Yeah, that would be a good one. Great pick. For My it. only thing is Dakota Johnson is like people know her and she's in stuff. My thing for Lance Reddick is this motherfucker should be in more movies and he's not. That's well, yeah. Right. I right. mean, not and that's one. where that's where the two could join. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. You Put need them, some people who are room. super well known. Yeah. You, um, you. You. They come for Dakota Johnson, but they stay for Lance Reddick. You know. I mm. also think. Mm-hmm. Uh, that pretty much anyone in the last Jedi cast could be in. Definitely, Kelly Marie Tran needs to be. Oh in yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Mark Hamill too. Mm-hmm. That would be pretty fun. I think mm-hmm. anyone, anyone like there are a limitless amount of actors who would be perfect for Knives Out too. But I think there's a couple that are essential. And Can you imagine Lance Harrison Ford? Oh, that in, in Knives Out too. Oh, that'd be so good. That would be kind of immaculate if Harrison Ford was like he could even play what I said Martin Cove and Harrison Ford oh knives out too as buddies drinking buddies Harrison Ford could even play like the murdered guy 
You know, yeah. like he could yeah. only he yeah. could show up for a little bit, and like his presence could be felt. Yeah, but like he would be the cool murdered guy. Yeah, in 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 that movie, Oscar Isaac would be a cool one too. Yeah. Oh God, so many. Just and you know what? You know what? You already got Frank Oz. Just go the fucking extra mile and put Yoda in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna be Yoda. Yoda's just in this. Yoda's in this one. <laughs> yeah, what if it's like starring? It's, it's Knives Out too. It's Benoit Blanc and Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> Yoda. What if Yoda was the murdered party? Holy, Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah, they find it. They're like, we got a green little fucker dead on the street. <laughs> mm. It's, uh... Look, I can't do a good accent of his. It looks uh-huh. like Yoda. A Benoit Blanc, not Yoda. I can do Yoda. It's like, oh, we got a little green boy over here. So a green men inside of green men. Green men inside of a green man. We got a snake bisque inside of another snake bisque. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say he's from a tall planet here. <laughs> Dagobah, Daytona, it don't matter. The little green man is still dead. <laughs> and we think Lance Reddick did it. Uh, Lance Reddick could fucking kill Yoda if he wanted to. <laughs> if he felt like it. The, the, if you put been, La- if you been... lock, this is all I'm saying, if you lock Lance Reddick and Yoda in a room together and just throw like one knife in there... Who you uh, think Lance is... Reddick is the one walking out at yeah. the end. That's We've been saying. blessed as a society, as a culture, that Lance Reddick hasn't decided to murder Yoda yet. <clears throat> it's truly... I imagine Lance Reddick going to bed every night pissed like, off I'll at get that, that motherfucking <laughs> puppet every I'll no, get that night. motherfucking no. puppet. Well, hold on. How about this? I think Lance <laughs> Reddick goes to bed every night and goes, is tomorrow the day I kill Yoda? And he goes, no, not tomorrow. <laughs> no, not tomorrow. <laughs> Not tomorrow. <laughs> Soon. Shit. It's coming up. Not tomorrow. Oh, my God. Can we just... Uh, I'm going to drop in right here, if I edit this episode, the clip of Yoda accepting the award from the MTV Movie Awards that one year. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that's okay. what I'm going to do, I think. All right. Because <laughs> that's that'll that'll drop our listenability down by a couple points, I think. As if people are still listening to this yeah. episode. Well, yeah. That's a we big We can say whatever we want. Yeah. Um, what do we want to say, then? I think Lance Reddick would use Yoda as a puppet, right? Oh, if Yo- so, Yo- okay. So, in this situation, Yoda is a sentient being and is not Yoda's a puppet. Yoda's ass is grass. Okay, yeah. exactly. Okay, I get you. Like, he walks out of there puppeting Yoda. Like a little uh, marionette boy. And people are like, wait, wasn't that a dude? And Lance was like, he was. Now he's a puppet. Yeah, now he's just my ventriloquist dummy. That's <laughs> just a good movie. That's all I'm saying. It's like Kermit um, facing down all the gangsters. <laughs> In the Muppet movie. I don't. It's nothing like that. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's borderline like that. It's borderline like that. Um. What's the goo grade? Are we? Are we're done? 
Oh, f- for sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you have more to say? Unfortunately, no, and I feel bad about that. I don't. But... It is a I'm... shame. I do like these actors. Yeah, uh, yeah I think too. they do a pretty good job. The the plot is whatever. I mean, you know, it's fine. I guess it's um, all competent. Like that's what's you know kind of upsetting. Is like yeah, it's all fine. I went <sighs> into this. I sat down to watch this film, and I was like, all right. There's been a string of these movies that I have paid the barest attention to, and I feel like I could do it better. And I sat down and I paid attention I'm to this I'm sorry movie. that this is the one that you paid attention to. And what happened was I forgot it all and we didn't talk about it. <laughs> Let's maybe hope the next, next one is – maybe the next time is better. I don't think so, but we'll see. Uh, uh, the there's no zero. goo in this, right? No. Yeah. I'm going to give it a five out of five goo grade. <laughs> wow. This was the goopiest movie because I watched it all from behind my eyelid goop. You are, you are brave. <laughs> you are, I am in awe. I watched the whole thing from behind the gunk in my eyelids. So this was full of goo. Uh, out of five. <laughs> Out of five, uh, Gina Gershon's. You can't judge it by that. Yeah. What are some elements of the movie? Oh, hey, remember, uh, hold on. Remember when we were talking about that little, uh, that hypothetical, like, uh, what if they did, like, a shared DC uh, cinematic universe in, like, the early 80s? And, uh, Walter Hill had directed a Batman. Uh, Gina Gershon as Catwoman? Not a bad idea. I think Gina Gershon, Gina Gershon could make a pretty good Catwoman. Not I a think. bad idea. I mean, based and, on her Brooklyn Nine-Nine and, and uh, Riverdale role, she probably still could. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah Gina Gershon she's as immortal. Catwoman right now? Um, yeah, not a bad idea. Where's our uh, Into the Catwoman-verse? Hmm. Into the pussy verse. Into the pussy verse. Into the sorry. Pussy-verse. I'm really sorry. I've that would be drink. the name of this episode if we named our episodes like that. <laughs> if if we yeah if we named our episodes anything other than the Fuck, movies, I'm which sorry. um I regret now that we don't because Can I this, want our episode ep- to be called Into the Pussy Verse. So I think what we should do is we should entitle this episode <laughs> Ickfab oh. episode fifty something borderline or into the pussy verse <laughs> i love i'm a sucker for the or title Shit. <laughs> no no actually i have a strong argument for that for again i have a strong no As no you, we're you, gonna strongly disagree i'm gonna too. strongly disagree with that because that would imply like if i saw that i'd be like oh shit that's an episode i gotta listen to are you Which sh- okay. I do not think is the case in this, in this I was scenario. Gonna say, I was going to say that that would, I feel like putting this that there. This is maybe the dissuade. most inessential podcast of all history. Yeah, maybe. Go ahead. I like feel this like episode it would dissuade people from listening to it, which I think. But maybe you think, right. I, I, if, no. I saw, if I saw, if I saw. Oh, I just got scotch on my laptop. Verse. 
as a title of an episode of a show that I watched or listened to, I'd be like, okay, I have to listen to it. And then I would listen to it, and in the last 15 minutes, they said it, and it wasn't that amazing. (laughs) Like, that wasn't what the episode was about whatsoever. I would be very disappointed. Well, what if we, uh, whoever edits this can just go in and just, like, Record, we can record ourselves going pussyverse like every night. Pussyverse. Just pussyverse. A, yeah, like subliminally. It's just, a good idea. There's a lot of Catwoman you could draw from exactly. for that. Just wet-ass pussy just blasting in the background. Just, I don't like that part, but... Um, <laughs> the song? Oh, is that a song? Yeah, it's the new the new Cardi B song. Okay. I, That's sure. like Goat Making uh, the Rounds. You know, Zoe Kravitz would be in Enter the Pussyverse twice. Because she voiced her in the Lego Batman movie. And Halle also, Berry. Yeah. Would be uh, in it. Michelle Pfeiffer. Anne Hathaway. Newmar, Eartha Kitt, And then, right? like, inexplicably yeah, or, Gina Gershon. Are, are Eartha Kitt and Julie Newmore still around? Uh, I ha- I'm not sure who's still survived. But that's who I would want to see the most. Eartha Kit is not around, unfortunately. Ah, um, but we could have a big I, thing for. Her. Yeah, uh, I mean, Into the Spider Verse didn't have a bunch of actors who had played Spider-Man in it, so we could just okay, have. Okay, and on. why would we repeat their same mistakes? No, 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 no. Well, what we I'm could saying, get Julie Newmar. What right. I'm saying is that Gina Gershon doesn't have to be inexplicably in the movie. She can just be in the movie as a new Catwoman. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know what I think Gina Gershon's mostly got going for her, though? And it's it needs live action, because it's her lips. Yeah. Oh, She's well, got good put-a-mask-on, huh? Oh, it this is? Be, yeah, for oh, sure. See, I assumed if you're going to do any enter-the-blank-verse, it would have to be animated. <laughs> Excuse no, me. No, 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 no. I mean, but, no, like, that is my fault, just making assumptions left she, and right. Damn. She, her in a Catwoman mask with yeah. her lips would be like perfect yeah that's what you need in a good mask (laughs) they're already like cartoon lips yeah like she has an exaggerated mouth would uh, um what what would you call um, i'm really sorry what would you call the lips of someone playing a cat cat? like what would the the lips be called Mm. (laughs) yeah what would the lips be called for someone portraying <laughs> Listen, Peter Weller, right? That's why Robocop is so good. It's because of his that lips. Is why, yes, his lips Same are great. Same with, I'd even say 50% of the reason uh, Michael Keaton is good as Batman is because of his lips. His lips. We got those Val Kilmer lips. Lips yeah, are good. underrated in cinema. They're underrated in cinema. They're underrated in superhero cinema. Yeah, they're underrated. Yeah. You need good lips if you're going to have most of your face covered. Yeah. Uh, Carl Urban, I'd say his lips are pretty good. Ooh. They carry Carl me Ur- through. Well, Carl Urban's lips and jaw is yeah. like uh, exceptional. Chris yeah. Evans has a good lower face. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, yeah, that's his jaw. That's that pure. Yeah. But I think American. it all goes together. Yeah. Um, yeah. His lips are, are good with his jaw. Uh, but his some, the thing is though a lot more of his face is exposed in that so like yeah it's his not lips as aren't essential. super important RoboCop and like Batman it's like oh and it's like, all riding on those fucking smackers you know you know and hold on here's here's a case for this too it's not someone who has everything but their lips covered which goes against I think the point of this but 
I don't think Henry Cavill has the best lips, which is why his mustache is good, because it covers the lip. Mm. So mm. Superman's lips aren't exactly important, but it can't Yo, hurt. You know what I saw for the first time very recently? What? Um, Man from Uncle. Oh, it's pretty good, right? I'm, like, pissed they didn't make, like, two more of those movies. The, it, it was It was a fine movie. I thought it was pretty good, and I think the sequel would have been way better. Yeah, the sequel would have been way better, but, like, apparently it, like, really flopped. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, sucks. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I mean, I guess I am part of the problem. I didn't see it until now, but... Yeah, I watched it on your Plex, too, so I didn't even contribute <laughs> to, to yeah. like, helping it get money. But, like, that movie was pretty good. Like, that was, hey. like, a... That was <laughs> a fun make... spy movie. Why didn't they make a sequel to a movie I watched four years too late and stole? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying they could have made it a good movie if it was a sequel. Yeah. The first movie was also good. I'm really upset that um, the army hammer experiment uh, failed. Oh, yeah. He's in a bunch of flops, huh? Yeah, because, like, every movie that he's in, he's pretty good in. But then all of his movies also flopped. And then when they made him a lead, they super flopped. Yeah, yeah. I thought... Same with, what's his name? Uh, Mr. John Carter, Taylor Kitsch, right? Uh, yeah, 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 that yeah. guy. They, they put him in everything for a fucking month, including True Detective. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then when they gave when as soon as they felt confident to give them the leads, their their vehicles completely flopped and yeah. that was the end. It's like that sucks cuz they're well, I can't really speak to Taylor Kitsch that much, but um Army Hammer is really good. I like when he's in stuff. Yeah. He's got I've, a he's got a pizzazz to him, you know. I thought that uh he was a legitimate twin when I saw the social network for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hmm. I watched The Social Network again recently, and it was really good. It just uh, pissed me off a lot. <laughs> it, Why is it that? Pissed... Uh, because it was not mean enough? Yes, it wasn't mean Turns enough. Turns out the movie wasn't critical enough on that fucking dirtbag. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so it's that point. I think it's not critical enough in general because, okay, so Andrew Garfield's character is almost supposed to be, like, the, the victim of the film. Right. It literally starts out by... Mark Zuckerberg telling his girlfriend at the time that his friend Eduardo made $300,000 doing oil ventures over the summer. And immediately Jesus I'm like, then Christ. why do I give a shit that this dude got blocked out of a billion dollar company? What the <laughs> fuck do I care about this? Right. Why do I care that he lost all his money? I don't give a shit. Um, I guess it's mostly, my guess is, uh, yeah, it's just a movie and you need someone slightly sympathetic, I guess. No, no I get it. It's just a weird yeah, choice yeah, yeah. to mention no, that. No, for sure. I, I Yeah. It was a different time. I also don't like the fact that right. it ends with someone telling Mark Zuckerberg, you're not an asshole, you're just want, trying to be one. And it's like, no, Mark Zuckerberg is emphatically a piece of shit. Yeah, a whole asshole. And maybe back then, again, <laughs> wasn't right. really as well known. But in retrospect, just watching this film, I'm just like, I... I hate everyone involved in this. I hate it so much. All of them. They all suck, and I don't want to watch anything that even remotely portrays them as good people because every person involved here sucks shit. Yo, that Reznor scored, though. That Reznor uh, score. Yeah. <laughs> the directing's good. The performances are good. The score is mm -hmm. peak. The score, peak good. Uh, yeah. I, that It's so good. Um, 
Yeah. What would Reznor and Ross's Superman score sound like? Whoa. Uh. <laughs> yeah. What would does that rip, sound like? Or would it be bad? Is that a bad fit, you think? Or is that an awesome fit? It would be an interesting fit. I don't know how good... I mean, I'm sure... I mean, it's Reznor and Ross. Yeah. They're gonna be making good shit. I don't yeah. know how perfect they would be for the project, but it wouldn't not give amazing music, you know? Yeah. Just thinking. I just watched rewatched Superman like two days ago or whatever the nice. fuck. So. I gotta do that pretty soon. I feel it coming in the air tonight. Maybe not tonight, but... That's how I felt. I was just like, you know, I, I think I need... It's time. I think I need to rewatch Superman. I think I haven't watched it since we watched it in Kansas. Damn. That yeah. was years. I know. That was a while ago, so I was overdue. Yeah. We never we never said what our rating system was. I was just thinking that. I um, think it should be pussies. Out of five pussies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving this movie I feel bad giving this movie like a like a two or like a one and a half or something. I gave it two and a half is mine. I'd honestly say three. It's really not that bad. I originally said three in my mm-hmm. head, and then I said, because to me, three almost always seems to like be the me- the median score, but yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm probably going to forget most of this, and also, if I want to be true middle of the road, which I think this movie is, then two and a half would technically be it, so that's why I, I mm. did two and a half, because it's like, you know? Three is like yeah. a good middle of the road, and two and a half is like a not great middle of the road to me. You know? I'm gonna give this a solid two stars. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Interesting. I'd, I'd be willing to venture out on like a two seven five. I don't know. I feel like I've given worse movies two and a half, but three to me does kind of like signal a rewatchability factor. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. There's like a. There's like a. Yeah, I could watch that again. I don't know if that's at this level, but it's so. F- fine that i can't i feel like two and a half to me is just like meh like mm-hmm. they just it's like the bare minimum for a movie whereas this one's like no like i don't know it's pulpy uh performances are all right like i don't know it's tough i i, I don't know how to rate this I that's and that's totally valid i think that's fair yeah two se- i'll say is two seven five allowed am i allowed to do a two two yeah go ahead seven five Okay, yeah, I'm going to do a 2.75. Are you ready for my question? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm ready right now. Tell me. Roxy, you know, what's your what's your favorite scene? The pussy scene. No. Oh, wow. Um, the scene where someone comes in and goes, what's going on? What's going on? Uh, what's <laughs> it going on? Uh, what's it going on? Uh, Dan, what's um, your favorite scene? I have no clue. Um... The scene? Uh, I don't know. The scene when uh, uh, Gina Gershon asks Michael Bean if he's going to tell his boss or whatever that they're in a relationship, and he says, I don't know, kisses her and leaves. And she's like, that's it. That's my favorite scene. <laughs> All right. I don't know, man. Uh, my favorite scene is uh, there's a scene where she is 
he's just so impassive about it. I just find it. Uh, I don't know what you would call it. Like charming. Hmm. Yeah, I guess so. He's just so completely ambivalent that I find it funny. So yeah, let's there's say a, that. There's a scene where Gina Gershon is fighting off, uh, Sean Patrick Flannery, and it's and then he's like brushing her hair. Yeah. Uh, and he's like covered in blood, and he's like, <laughs> I guess that's my favorite. It's the one that I'm watching <laughs> right now. <laughs> it's the one that's on the screen. So. Yeah. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or a real review of this movie, please email us at itcamefromabasement at gmail.com. Itcamefromabasement.com is your hub for all things ICFAB. Uh, .com. A, .com. I'm assuming at some point you can subscribe to our newsletter, uh, a new feature that we're rolling out uh, that'll you know prep you on what we're going to be discussing every month and... Um, feature some interesting write-ups from us <laughs> as well as providing links to any relevant um, context you might need. I don't know. Follow us on Twitter at BasementCast for updates about that. Um, join our Discord server and consider donating to our Patreon at patreon.com slash itcamefromabasement um, where you can receive bonus episodes of movies recommended by patrons uh, exclusive discord roles and retrospective episodes uh please rate us and review us on apple Podcasts. this was if anyone were to ask the greatest hour and a half mm-hmm. of uh the medium of audio yeah. this is the zenith of podcasting right Right, I think like what so. I like said if, earlier was uh, one hundred eighty percent wrong. Right? Yeah. Well, if now, anyone were to one hundred eighty degrees wrong, like yeah. a like a text <laughs> box on an Apple website, if that was like prompting you to give you, you should say like, there have been episodes that have been the zenith of the format of listening. <laughs> like audio, audio has never been so good. Yeah. Uh, I actually, I would. Uh, maybe say something like, I liked the pussy episode. The pussy episode is really great. Well, Give which that one? This is definitely our second pussy episode, right? <laughs> yeah, that is true. Wait, I mean, we definitely had a whole other episode like predicated upon the prowess of a certain <laughs> pussies. What? The Our yoga-powered pussies? Ah, yes, yes. I forgot about that classic. <laughs> this is not bit. the first time we've just said pussy about 40 times in an episode. And, and I, something tells me this won't be the last. <laughs> it's a gold person. mine. It's a gold oh. mine of content. The, yeah. It's the, it's the, the pussy proverbial powered pussy yoga. Yeah. The pussy powered Yoda. <laughs> Fuck. And that's our show, folks. I'd like to thank Nick Vittori Lance for Lance Reddick is just sharpening his knives in a basement somewhere <laughs> listening to this. Is he taking his knives out? Two? Mm-hmm. Mm. Lance Reddick's Lies versus Yoda's Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I would also like to thank Mike Yoda's Woods for our song. Next week we're watching, or next time, not next week, next time we're watching Homeroom. It's a 2002 movie what? directed by Paul F. Ryan. It's available Homeroom? Rent- 
Homeroom. It's about that's in, school shootings. That's in the what? That's in the binder? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. Homeroom? It, it is. <laughs> it is. It's the one after Borderline. We've uh, okay. I've looked through that thing more than once. I swear you, to God, you'd recognize it when you see uh, it. Homeroom? Is it new? Busy Phillips is in it. <sighs> okay. It's available to rent on Prime. Uh, you could probably hear about it when we send out the month's um, newsletter. We'll talk Ooh. about it there. Ooh, you're you're committing it to, to you're committing us to that now. Yeah, we got to do it. All right, I have an idea. I'll write it up. <laughs> okay. I, see, the thing is, I keep thinking of ideas. What can I like shit out on a monthly basis that won't be too hard? And then every idea, I'm like, uh, that's a lot of work. Like everything, <laughs> and I'm like, god damn it. And even the one yeah. I have, I'm like, uh, this is just more do work it once. I... Then do the idea once, and then do a different idea next time. I'm not. I, that's you're, you're asking me for more than one idea. <laughs> <laughs> you're... Okay. Uh, and remember, friends. Well, well. And the award for best fight goes to my man, Yoda and Christopher Lee. This is Yoda's first nomination and first MTV award. Grateful am I to this award received. To win, I did not expect. The following people thank I must. Christopher Lee, regret not training you. Always will you be a bad one to me. George Lucas, GL. Eye to eye we did not always see, but immense you are and love you still I do. Samuel Jackson, Sammy gifted are you. Natalie Portman, wise beyond your years, you seem. Promise myself cry, I would not. Others to thank, Watto. Chewy, Tanui, Vin Diesel, R2D2, C3PO, Bjork, Guido, Steve Gutenberg, Ki Mundi, Yado, Lamasu. Playoff Yoda, no one does. To all the younglings at MTV, thank I do. 900 years old, Yoda may be. But that does not mean down he is not. Many languages I speak, and one of them is yours. Representing for you and all my peeps and Bhagavad will always go to me. Last, least not, to the one who rules this earth, respect I pay. Long live your queen, Latifah.